Hey, I'm Christina Owens, and I am obsessed with all things that reduce inflammation and helping you to live a life of true health and happiness, helping you to navigate your health and the complexity and confusion that can come with it. Health is a journey, but here we are going to make it as simple as we can because life is busy. I'm a mama of two young boys, a wife, a physician assistant, and now I host this podcast. Inflammation is at the root of all symptoms and disease. Often, when I tell women there is a reason they are feeling that way that can be addressed and removed, they don't believe me. So here, I interview amazing women who have gone through the trenches with their health, sought out conventional medicine doctors, like many of you listening, without any answers, and ended up finding the underlying cause of their symptoms, which end up to be mind-blowing. Wait till you hear. Women go from not knowing where they are in their own house, having a fatigue that is bone deep, and even needing CPR, to living a normal life. We talk about the details of how they were living prior to any knowledge of what was going on, the steps they took to find their health again, and what they can do now, what their life looks like now. Think of this as a podcast with amazing health stories to give you all the hope you could possibly need Pull up a seat and make sure you're cozy and make sure you are ready to have your mind opened up to a whole new world of possibilities. All right. Hello, everybody. This is Christina Owens, the Information Mama. And I'm on today with a wonderful guest. Her name is Tammy. Um, and she is going to talk to us today about. Um, not only her history of health, her kids' history of health, but also how it's come full circle um, in the world of functional medicine and really getting to the root cause of, you know, why we're sick and what we could do about it. So um, she is a mom of six. She's got a bunch of grandkids. Um, you know, I got a lot of catching up to do. I only have two kids of my own. <laughs> but Sammy, if you could uh, introduce yourself a little bit more and um, maybe start with uh, your health journey you know, when you were sick and, and what really triggered you to kind of go down this path? Sure. Um, I've been a nurse for 34 years, I'm nurse practitioner, the last seven or eight, um, lost track how many years now, um, been working in functional medicine for close to 15 years now and 14 years, I guess. Um, and yeah, my, my journey in even getting into functional medicine, you know, really started, um, with, with my illness. Um, I had, you know, a neurosurgeon that I worked for before that kind of tipped me onto mind body medicine, but, um, I didn't really, I was, I was definitely all in, I worked for a health department. I was on an immunization coalition of my, my state, um, until it really hit my health. Uh, I have a son that um, had asthma and um, really severe asthma, and we about lost him with strep sepsis when he was little. Migraine headaches horribly at three years old, you know, rolling around hitting his head. And I did everything medically I possibly could, and you know, um, that's been many years ago. He's twenty five, almost twenty six now, um, and then another one of my kids who's going to be about 27 
uh, in his teenage years, he started having tendinopathies. He's a, he was a athlete, um, just kind of anger issues. I, you know, I thought it was normal teenage angst and rage and, you know, testosterone and male stuff happening, you know, as they come into age, but really during that time, uh, I, I was bit by a tick and ended up with Lyme disease and didn't realize it. It was on my ear. So nobody had seen a bullseye rash. Didn't know, you know, I was in the woods. I'm always in the woods. That's my happy place. And, um, I was mushroom hunting and came out, um, and a day and a half later, I found the tick on my ear and, um, slowly after that just started really declining, um, and declining so much so that I couldn't concentrate. I couldn't focus. I was teaching nursing at the time. Um, I would crawl in the bed at, you know, lunchtime, I would crawl in one of my observational beds, <laughs> and take a nap that I was using for student, um, for the students, uh, for the education and couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. Um, started muscle aches and pains, muscle spasms, going to the ER, not knowing, I mean, so bad that I was in tears and it has to be pretty bad, um, for me to get there after, you know, having at that point, you know, four, four babies and what in the world is going on. And, um, I was labeled a drug seeker. I was like, I don't want your medicine. I absolutely don't want your medicine. I want to know what's wrong. There's something not right. Had a, you know, family physician that said, Oh, you know, you're just, you're, you're in school. You're, you know, exhausted. Um, I think you're just depressed. Uh, so I, <laughs> I went down that route too. It's like, I'm not depressed. I know I'm not depressed. Something's not right. Um, and, you know, little by little, I started to decline more and more to the point where I was, I was in bed. I was in bed all the time. I would pick my kids up at school. I would, or their, you know, sports practices. I would come home, unfortunately throw, you know, either grab pizza for them, throw chicken nuggets and French fries in, in the oven and go to bed, tell them to take it out and, and, you know, eat. And because I couldn't function, I absolutely couldn't function. Um, wow. Yeah. Um, and this is even after the tick bite, like you saw the tick and then all this was happening to you, but did you relate the symptoms to the tick bite or were you just like, oh, well, let me take this tick off my ear. And then you thought you were, you know, good to go. Yeah. I just, I took it off my ear. Um, because like I said, I was really an outdoorsy person here in the Midwest and I have had multiple tick bites over my, my lifetime, didn't make any correlation, uh, to Lyme disease. And of course, when you look anything up and this has been, you know, that long ago, uh, even the CDC guidelines didn't show that, you know, here in Indiana, where I'm from, that there was much Lyme disease in this area at all. Uh, on the, on the mapping at the time. So I was like, Oh, I don't live in the area. It can't, you know, didn't even cross my mind uh, until it, it was quite a ways in until uh, wow. I equated it. So I probably, by the time I found somebody to work with me about the Lyme disease, it was probably four years in. Wow. 
almost five. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. So can you give me a summary of, like, I know you touched on some of the things, but can you give me a summary of maybe like, I don't know, the five or 10 things that you were dealing with, with your health um, that really kept you from living? Like, you know, you said that you had to like lay on, on the observant bed, like, um, you just couldn't, you, you were tired and you just couldn't manage making, even making dinner. Like you just had to go to bed. Was there anything, you know, m- more to that? Like, fun- you know, functionally or neurologically or. The, yeah. The fatigue was overwhelming. And I mean, it wasn't not, it was not just being tired. It right. was this bone deep exhaustion and not being, you know, I could sleep 12, 12 hours 10 to 12 hours a night, turn around and take a two hour nap in the afternoon and still not feel rested. Um, you know, wake up exhausted. Um, functionally I had expressive aphasia. Uh, I, it was so severe by the time I was actually noted to have Lyme disease that it, you know, I would, and I, it still comes back from time to time when I'm stressed, when I'm overtired, I have too many things going on. Um, sometimes this will come back, but, um, you know, I have it in my head, but I can't get it out my mouth. So all of my thoughts, anything I want to say, I would be so frustrated. And I was just like, you know, do I have Alzheimer's like really early onset Alzheimer's what's going on here? But that, that express, I didn't have a stroke, you know, it's, it's very similar to what people experience when they have a, a stroke, they get so frustrated and angry because it's in their head, but they can't express themselves. So that was really severe. Um, some of the, the other symptoms that I was having was paresthesias. Paresthesias are where you feel like, um, everything is just raw. You know, somebody wants to touch you. You don't want somebody to touch you. I I liken it to somebody taking sandpaper and rubbing it on your skin until it feels like it burns, Um, which is also a neurologic issue. And that was migratory. So it would go from my hips, you know, on the backside of my hips, just above my buttocks to my hands, to the tops of my thighs, to the backs of my arms. Um, and it would just migrate. You never knew when it, where it would be same thing with muscle uh, spasms, the muscle spasms, you know, I could have one in my back, then I would have one in my um, hamstring, then I would, you know, have one in my glute muscle or in my toes. (laughs) Those, those were quite interesting, really severe, but quite interesting. You know, you just, you feel like, you know, your whole body, almost like you have tetanus. It was just like, oh my gosh, everything's locking up. Yeah. It's a great point to make because I think migratory symptoms um, in the medical field are such a trigger for a medical person. Like I'm a physician assistant, you're a nurse practitioner. We're in the conventional medicine world or we were. Um, And I think for medical practitioners, and let me know if you agree that migratory symptoms, I think trigger that thought process of pain seeking for pain medication seeking, because, you know, most people think, oh, how can something go from your right finger to your left elbow to your bit, you know, your right knee? 
um, that's stupid or something, or even on the, um, the patient aspect for anybody listening to this, if you have these symptoms, you know, again, this is just bringing to the surface that you're not crazy. There is something going on underneath. You just have to find it. Um, so thank you for bringing up that because I think migratory symptoms, um, you know, people don't really understand all the time. Yeah. Um, you get labeled, you know, fiber, fibromyalgia or, you know, mm-hmm. drug seeking. I mean, I remember, um, you know, in nursing school, oh, you have to pinpoint the pain. Well, with Lyme, you can't pinpoint the pain because, okay, I pinpoint the pain here, but today it's not here. Um, two hours later, it's over here. <laughs> so, yeah. Right, exactly. And everybody in the medical field is relatively like straightforward, you know, wants the answer, not something that's fuzzy and doesn't make sense because, you know, I think right. they're frustrated because they don't know the answer, right? Um. Okay, were there any other symptoms? I was going to go on and ask you about um, your journey of testing, because I'm sure you've had every test under the sun, CAT scan, MRIs, all the things. I don't yeah, know. No. Yeah. Yeah, no other real symptoms. I think those, well, migraine headaches, that was another um, really severe symptom for me. Um, but I had had migraine headaches all along, um, hormonal migraine headaches, other, you know, I was just always having a migraine. So it never really tipped me that that might be a symptom. It can be, um, for sure. But, um, yeah, they can get debilitating as well, but yeah, the testing that I had, um, I started off seeing, I, I found a psychiatrist who on one of the, like Mary shaman's websites, like way back, obviously before we had so much internet access and things, um, I was looking at one of her, um, chat rooms that she had. Um, and I found a physician in my area that was a psychiatrist that supposedly worked on thyroid. And I thought, well, you know, maybe it's my thyroid. I can't get anybody to do more than a TSH, the thyroid stimulating hormone test. And maybe there's something going on here. And so when I went to see him, I drove two hours away to see him. He, Wow. He was just beginning to dabble in A for M. A for M is um, an, an integrative medicine uh, program. And uh, he had taken hormone courses and some different things because he said that, you know, 80%, maybe even closer to 90, 95% of all the women, especially that walked into his practice, he was an older gentleman, uh, had thyroid dysfunction and hormone dysfunction. So he started testing, he tested my estrogens, he tested my, um, you know, my progesterone and my testosterone and all of my thyroid, including, you know, a TSH, a free T4, a free T3, a reverse T3, uh, my cortisol levels. He, um, what else did he do? I think that was the mainstay. He was really testing my hormones. Um, and he, I came up deficient in so much. I had had a, um, hysterectomy when I was 33 because of some estrogen dominance. Um, you know, um, just a lot of heavy periods and endometriosis that I'd had several uh, surgeries for prior, um, which I think sets you up, you know, for having more issues, you know, when you have, some of these, um, 
viral or bacterial exposures. And, um, he, he found everything. So he started supplementing my thyroid. He started supplementing my estrogen, started supplementing my, um, testosterone and my progesterone. And, um, he started me on low dose cortisol, hydrocortisone. And, um, I felt amazing. Absolutely amazing. <laughs> like I had nice. felt, I had that, you know, we were always taught in nursing school, this impending sense of doom, right? I yeah. had this impending sense of doom that I was dying. There was something wrong and I was dying and I, I yeah. didn't know what to do. And I just saw it and saw it, saw it. And he validated me and said, uh, no, there's something really wrong here. And then when he treated me, I was like, oh my gosh, this is the end all to be all because, you know, just give me some more medicine, right? He didn't right. talk to me about my diet, my nutrition. Oh, he didn't yeah. talk to me about any of that. And that worked for me for a year. And I started having, you know, kind of more and more issues. I wanted off the hydrocortisone. I didn't want to take, um, I didn't want to take it forever. Um, but my, I mean, I had little to no cortisol at all, um, to the point where he said, if I went to a conventional doctor, they might have diagnosed me with Addison's disease wow. and yeah, crazy. Um, thankfully I didn't go that route Thank Thankfully things happened the way they did. But in that year, like I said, he was in his seventies. He had had a, an aneurysm in his brain, um, that he'd had since he had been a young youngster. Um, they had anticipated since he probably was born with it. Um, and it burst and he passed away as I'm in the middle of this high dose oh, T3 wow. therapy. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I'm going, and I'm like, I went to multiple family practitioners to try and, you know, I didn't want to jump right off of the thyroid hormone therapy or right off of the adrenal therapy. Um, and I couldn't find anybody to prescribe it for me or to help me come off of it or, and my biggest fear was just stopping everything. Right. And really putting me into kind of a shock, um, where things wouldn't start back up. My adrenal glands wouldn't pick up. My thyroid would be tanked and I just didn't know what to do. And I found in the process of that, I found another, um, everybody, you know, with their knowledge and I never talk about other practitioners because it's a journey, right? We're always in a journey and maybe they don't have the information or maybe they don't know all of the pieces to the puzzle. But if you're willing to step out and find those pieces, you can find little pieces sometimes from other people. And I found another practitioner who was willing to go. She was a nurse practitioner in integrative medicine. She's now one of my really close friends, which is awesome. We do a lot of conferences together and things, but she held my hand in the middle of this and said, we're going to switch your thyroid therapy up. We're going to twist things around for you. And we're going to work on your gut. We, I think you've got other things going on here. And so in the midst of doing a stool test, that's not covered, it's not part of the hospital system. So insurance really didn't cover it. Um, we did a stool test and she checked for parasites, bacterias. I had SIBO, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. I had trichinella, which was a parasite from eating undercooked pork. Well, I grew up 
eating pork all my life and I never liked it overdone. So Lord only knows when I picked that up, I could have picked it up after the Lyme disease or before it may have been a gateway, um, which is, you know, this parasite, this type of worm that lives in your muscle tissue um, that can also go to your brain. I found out I had toxoplasmosis, which, yeah, that can, um, you know, really come in and modulate your DNA expression. So it comes in and it turns switches off and on to evade detection by the immune system. So, and I'd had a cat before, I don't know, gosh, I, you know, I grew up on a farm. We had barn cats. I was walking in the barn barefoot as a kid. I was picking up cats. And then we had a cat in the house, you know, as an adult with my kids and I was the one changing the litter. So who knows, you know, did I get it after? Did I have it before? What did it, you know, make me more susceptible to Lyme or when I got Lyme, did it open up the floodgates for all these other co-infections that we're finding? And, you know, we started working on gut and I started working on nutrition and found that a huge piece of the puzzle. I mean, absolutely huge to the point where I could really work well again. I thankfully back then I found a a job where I could work online and, um, which wasn't, I did chart auditing, which wasn't, um, really prevalent then, um, but I could, gosh, I could have my laptop and lay in bed if I needed to, or I could sit in the chair. Um, and it, 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 I got there, but I didn't, I didn't fully get there. You know, nutrition's a huge, big piece of the puzzle. All those co-infections were a big piece of the puzzle and I treated them, but then, okay. I still was having, I was still this fatigue, you know, two hour naps in the afternoon. Yeah. It was just unbelievable. Um, and you know, I, I was offered to go back on hydrocortisone. I was like, I don't want to do that. And thankfully I didn't because long-term hydrocortisone, I watched my dad who has, um, RA and had taken high, high doses for three or four years, um, gain, you know, 200 plus pounds, um, have severe cataracts. I have some cataracts even now in my fifth, early fifties, um, because of the treatment that I took. Um, so it's life-saving for sure, but it wasn't something I wanted to do forever. I wanted to find other answers and she right. just couldn't get me any further. You know, she just didn't have any other answers for me. Mm. And I listened to a guy on a podcast. <laughs> so yeah. there's a lot of great information. Yeah. <laughs> Um, who was an unbelievable, um, chiropractor. And my husband is originally from Philadelphia and this guy was in Philly, in Philly at the time. And I thought, well, you know, I have a place to stay if I need to go actually see him in person, but he was willing to see me virtually back when Skype was the only way to do it, yeah. <laughs> so, um, which was really cutting edge at that point in time. Um, And we talked and discussed and he didn't test me for Lyme disease. You know, at the time he's like, you know, I think you have Lyme disease. You are hitting all the marks, um, in your history, um, in your, in this history that I'm taking. So, which is really interesting because now Dr. Richard Horowitz has created what they call an MSI, uh, MDIS, um, 
sheet questionnaire that um, literally has been, um, it's been researched. He has a lot of information on it. And Lyme disease is not necessarily a testable diagnosis. It can be based off of history. And so, which is proven out now, thankfully, that you don't have to have a positive Lyme test. But he treated me based on that. And um, I turned around 180 degrees from where I was just in four months, um, wow. which was awesome. We worked. Yeah. I was going to say, I can't believe after all this time, you know, going to this GI and treating all those, you know, parasites and infections and all these things. And Lyme still wasn't in the picture. We still weren't talking about Lyme. We still didn't know Lyme then. Oh, my word. And then also, I have one other question before you keep going. The hysterectomy, was that before or after the tick bite? It was before. It was probably three years before. About three okay. Years before. So then you went through all this testing. I love the point that you were making with the practitioner, you know, somebody, you know, you, it's such a journey and you really get pieces of information from so many different people, which can be, mm-hmm. you know, frustrating for people, but also encouraging to know that because so that people listening don't maybe give up or get frustrated. You know, there's always, I like to always say there's always more resources and tools we just need to find them keep looking there's always people who specialize and know more know a different perspective so anyway keep going so finally he figured out it was the line treated you for the line and then you were feeling amazing feeling amazing absolutely um and in the middle of that you know i'm gluten-free Mostly okay. dairy, you know, at that point in time, I was definitely dairy free. I, I can't say I'm completely dairy free right now. I still dabble once in a while, yeah. but, um, for the m- most part I am. And I try to be grain free still because I have this, you know, inflammation in my body, even still from, yeah. you know, from the Lyme disease and, um, and yeah, as I went through through that treatment, you know, as I started feeling better, that's when I thought, okay, I'm going to go back, finish my nurse practitioner, because I need, this is what I need to do. I need to be this person for someone else. Yeah. I, I just have to, there's no other way about it. And, um, I continue to work on my health. Gosh, you know, COVID when COVID hit, um, I got hit pretty hard. Um, my immune system is still not where it should be. Um, but I'm not where I was. So that's great. Um, but you know, we see, I've been seeing not just with myself, but, um, and it doesn't matter if it was the COVID vaccines or the COVID infection, I'm seeing very similar things coming out of both. Um, you know, this increased autoimmunity, this increased inflammation, um, the spike protein, no matter where you're getting it, whether it's, you know, an infection or the vaccine is really wrecking havoc with people. Um, I see that on a daily basis and there's no judgment in either one, what you decide to do, uh, for yourself. I mean, that's a personal decision, but I'm seeing, you know, the onslaught from either one really wrecking havoc on the immune system. 
and it can bring up, you know, prior infections. We know that um, sometimes Lyme disease can lay dormant and sometimes, and we know that things like Epstein-Barr and varicella, which is the chicken pox that creates shingles, all of those lay dormant. And then all of a sudden we've got this gateway virus that creates this high inflammation that can reactivate those things. And so, um, I see a lot of people dealing with that and myself included, thankfully I have the tools now to, to change that, which, um, it's still a journey and still a process, but, um, yeah. I, I'm not down. I'm not in bed all the time. I not taking naps, you know, throughout the day. Yeah. I'm, I work as a health coach. I work as a nurse practitioner. I have two different businesses doing that. Um, I, you know, I teach in and work, um, you know, devising curriculum. So I'm, I've got my fingers in so many pots and then take, you know, enjoying my grandkids and my kids and running all over the country after them. So I would not be able to do that without having functional medicine, um, a, as a piece of that puzzle for sure. It's such a good point. And also I want to touch on, um, you know, I know we're coming to an end here, but I really wanted to touch on even though it's still a journey for you, for everybody, our health is always a journey. Um, I want everybody to remember the fact that you said you had toxoplasmosis, you had parasites, you had all of these things blind, right, undetected for so long. Um, and even though you still say, oh, you know, I'll have moments or like, you know, now that we went through COVID and all of these things, um, if somebody's listening to this, I want them to know like, imagine if you hadn't treated all the things you treated and this just continued to go on even if you treated just the part you know the original hormones where you felt a lot better but maybe not you know perfect um or whatever you think is perfect or living the life that you want to be living even if you stopped there and you just kept going living your life with these untreated you now would be way worse off. That would just continue to ruminate in the body, continue to attack the body's tissues. So even though you're here now, maybe dealing with something, you know, here and there, that is, that is, you know, nothing compared to what it would have been otherwise, you know? I mean, it's, it's such a world of difference, the fact that you were able to have all that essentially cleared. And now you have this um, not a clean slate, but now you have this baseline that you can continue to work off. Uh, but if had you never found any of those infections or parasites or anything like that, you would not, you would just be to, you know, this vicious circle, right? You'd have no clear, clean baseline to, to thrive and not just survive, but to thrive off of, you know? Do you oh, agree? absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's a discussion that I have quite frequently with my patients is, you know, this is a, a marathon. It's not a sprint. You know, yeah. we come from this instant 
instantaneous gratification kind of background in, in the society that we have right now. You know, I used to have to get up and turn the dial to turn the TV. Now, you know, you hit a button and you have the TV, you know, you used to get up and close your blinds. Well, now sometimes you've got a button to close your blinds. So right. there's instant gratification in that. Right. And so when we, we go out looking, oftentimes what we're looking for is a pill or supplement. I mean, even if you're looking more on the natural end, you're looking for a supplement to fix it. And it's not, it's this journey of truly healing what's going on as you move through supplements are the tool. Um, sometimes medications can be the tool, just like for me in the beginning, medications were the tool. And sometimes I, you know, you have to stay on medications. I stay on my thyroid medication because that's something that's not, um, not come back. You know, I've stayed on my hormone therapy because I had a hysterectomy that's not coming back, you know? Um, but that's not always the end all to be all. So it's, it's finding that next journey when you're at where you are, where you are and you think, okay, something's still not quite, quite right. Continue to dig, continue to find, continue to look. I mean, I watched my kids through the middle of this and my kids watched me and it's really interesting. I mean, I have, you know, one who had allergies and asthma so severe, he almost died when he was two um, from some strep sepsis after um, he had tubes and um, not too long after that, he had adenoids and he had, he'd had multiple surgeries by the time he, you know, was three <laughs> poor kid. Um, and then, you know, another son who ended up with ankylosing spondylitis and Crohn's disease because of a bacterial infection in his gut that triggered his autoimmunity. He's 27 now, but what's really awesome to watch that is I watched them change what they do. They did it when, I had to do it because I was pretty adamant in the, in the middle of this, that I can't have these things in the house. I have, we have to change the way we eat. We have, I have to start cooking. We yeah. can't just do these things. And, you know, when they, when they went off um, in high school to do things, say with a football team, eat donuts or pizza or whatever. And I get a call with an ocular migraine <laughs> because he can't drive home. And I say, well, well, what do you think caused it? Uh, I had a piece of pizza tonight with the guys. Okay. All right. I don't have to hound you. I don't have to, you know, say anything else. And by the time they hit their early twenties and, you know, headed either off to college or the military or the different things that they did, what a difference they eat differently. They act differently, even through school, because they realize the cause and effect um, as things went on and they were able to heal from their, you know, chronic inflammation and these autoimmune conditions. And um, it's just been amazing just within my own family seeing, you know, what's happened. My husband decided to do it for me. And it was for me, he did it. It wasn't necessarily for himself at the time. It wasn't out of support. He found out he had, tr he had truly had celiac disease and didn't know it. Wow. Yeah. Real. Yeah. Real. Which is, you know, and such a good point with um, your sons, you know, because um, a lot of people might hear this and think, oh gosh, I can't even have a piece of pizza. But the difference is yeah, maybe yes, maybe no, but the difference is just knowing. Yeah. You know, like for your son, you want to have a piece of pizza, go ahead. But no, he knows that it's a trigger for him. He's educated on the fact that like, you know, 
right. this is the thing that does this and it is your decision whether you want to deal with it or you don't, but at least you know what's going on. Um, and I think that's such a powerful piece for so much of us because A, so many of us don't know mm-hmm. and, um, and B, I mean, you just have so much more control over your life and right. your decisions and how you feel and all the things. So, you know, not for anybody to be fearful about what is going to be the thing. It's just knowing what is the thing. What is the thing that does this for you? What is the thing that makes you feel better, right? Or worse, right. whatever it is. So it's such a good point to you to be this amazing mama and warrior for your kids and educating them so that they can, you know, like you said, they're now yeah. able to do that on their own. And they're not relying on you and worse, not relying on the medical system to you know give medication yeah. or whatever but they know they know Absolutely. they know now they knew young they knew um in enough time to to have a much better life so that's yeah. such an important part isn't it <laughs> yeah you know it really really is so um gosh I hope everybody listening to this can see how I mean you have touched on so many different functional med- what we call functional medicine looking at the entire body, looking at the root cause, you have touched on so many pieces. It's amazing. Um, from yeah, everything's yes, yes. so interconnected, right? I mean, yes. everything is interconnected and we're a whole being. We're not these pieces and parts siloed out. Yeah. And uh, my goodness, uh, I'm so happy that you found all this for yourself and now you're going on to do, you've done even more studying. You are now a functional medicine practitioner and are going to help even more people do the same thing. So um, I really thank you for that. And thank you for sharing your story today. Um, my gosh, I'm sure so many people got benefit out of this, at least to pique their interest to go, you know, find out maybe you got something going on a little bit deeper. Can you tell everybody where they can find you? where they can reach you, perhaps where they can hire you to help them get to their root causes. Is Facebook the best for you or where? You yeah. Website? So Facebook is the best. I, um, I'm under divine by design. So I think we are divinely created for our bodies to, um, to heal. Right. I think, you know, we're supposed to heal and that's what our bodies are constantly trying to go back to is this homeostasis or this well-being, you know, this sense of well-being and healing. So we're constantly trying to do that. So yeah, um, it's divine by design and you can check me out on Facebook and you can just message me through there. Um, and we can go from there. I don't have a, it's funny. I don't have a website. I started down that road and I, I, I have so much business as it is. So it's been really great. Um, and, you know, through things like this, people find me and, uh, yeah, it's been awesome. That is the so. best way, right? Isn't it? Yeah. Um, and thank you for, you know, bringing attention to this, especially when you, you know, your background is conventional medicine and, you know, your story and history is, you know, is helping you step out and, um, you know, do podcasts like this to help others, um, because, yeah that's where I found my healing and I'm going to cry. <laughs> it's where I found my oh, healing with somebody yeah. doing this. Right. Yeah. So um, I think that's where a lot of us find that. Yeah. That's really yeah, that's awesome. Thank you for so saying that. You. It's really, really cool. It's really so true. I just, I see and talk to so many people who are literally stuck in the position where you were, you know, 15 years ago and, and, you know, they're 30 years old and they feel like their life is over. I'm like, Oh my gosh. 
no you know we just in conventional medicine you run tests and you get answers in functional medicine you just run more tests and find more answers so it's nothing to be um <laughs> super intimidated by it's just you know just go look just go educate so thank you thank you thank you Tammy I couldn't uh, I'm so grateful for you and your story um and everybody I will link down you know in the section below um where they can find you um and if if you're somebody needing some help please go follow her please message her you can hear how um heart-centered she is um so please please don't live the life stuck where you are um, and thank you again, Tammy, for coming on. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Bye.